G'day. Welcome back to our series, Investigating Jesus, where we are looking together at that most extraordinary of men, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We're in week eight. Last week, we started to look at witnesses to the very life of Jesus Christ. John the Baptist was our first witness to his life. Today, we look at a further two witnesses who were also present at Jesus' baptism. Jesus presents himself to John for baptism. John at first refuses to do so because he knew that Jesus was the perfect Son of God, was sinless, and as such had no need to repent of sin. Through his baptism, though, Jesus identifies with all people, that is, all sinners that he came to save. This is the start of his public ministry. But a question remains. Why did Jesus get baptized? In replying to John's initial refusal to baptize him, Jesus said, It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Matthew chapter 3, verse 15. This event looked forward to Jesus' death on the cross, because it is only through the baptism of suffering that Jesus endured on the cross that Almighty God can fulfill all righteousness. The us referred to means Father, Son, and Spirit. When Jesus came up from the water, the Father spoke from heaven and identified him as the beloved Son of God, and the Spirit visibly came upon Jesus in the form of a dove. So that's our two witnesses, God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. So who was this Jesus? What was so special about him that he would go on to be the person we are studying in this little series, some 2,000 years after his death? As Christians, we think that Jesus was not only fully human, but that he was also fully God, the God-man. Luke, writing his genealogy in Luke chapter 3, the son of Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. Luke gives us a genealogy linking Jesus back to Adam. The first man, Adam, had come into the world bearing the true image of a son of God. But when Adam actively disobeyed God, that image was marred and scarred due to sin entering the world. All of humanity, that is, except for Jesus Christ. The voice from God the Father ratified Jesus as the Son of God, the one and only Son of God. This genealogy of Luke points to the unbroken relationship between Jesus and God himself. The genealogy as given in Matthew chapter 3, however, reminds us that the Son of God was also the Son of Man, born into the world identifying with the needs and problems of humanity. Through the genealogy, we see down through the generations, Jesus' link to Adam and ultimately God. The phrase, the son of, generally means any remotely connected descendant or ancestor. It is a reminder 
that Jesus Christ, being Joseph's legal son, was part of a human family, tribe, race, and nation. Jesus' line goes back through the Old Testament from Joseph to King David to Judah, Jacob, Isaac, and Abraham to Methuselah to Noah and Adam. The genealogy with its link to David showed Jesus' right to ascend to David's throne. The genealogy also shows Jesus' total humanity, and because he is linked to Adam, can therefore identify with all humanity and not just the ancient nation of Israel. But there is one difference between Jesus and all other humans, in that Luke doesn't stop the genealogy at Adam, as he would have for all other humans. Luke ultimately leads and links Jesus to being God's Son. More next week. Thank you for visiting Partakers. Come back every day to www.partakers.co.uk where there is something to help you as a Christian disciple in the 21st century. See you later.